Welcome to the One Pan Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Emily. And tonight we're going to be making... Food. <laughs> yes. Food. <laughs> grilled cheese. <laughs> Isn't it grilled cherry goat cheese? Yes. Okay. Ready? Grilled, grilled cherry goat, goat cheese arugula pizza. pizza. You can see why we fucking struggled. That's like how, 17 How many have grilled cherry uh-huh. goat cheese uh-huh. arugula? Uh-huh. Pizza. Pizza. And it doesn't even include the balsamic glaze. The balsamic glaze. In the title. So with this stuff. Grilled cherry, goat cheese, arugula, balsamic glaze, pizza. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Oh my God. What's the opening to? I don't know. There's a lot of famous openings to, to, to literature that I like don't know. And I think that would make me seem smart. I think if I knew those. When I was a little boy. <laughs> Ever since I was a little boy. <laughs> uh, call me Ishmael, which is right, Moby Dick, right? It is a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. Pride and prejudice. Oh, yeah, that is pride and prejudice. Happy families are all alike. Every unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Leo Tolstoy, Anna Karenina. Hmm. It was a bright, cold day in April when the clocks were striking 13. George Orwell, 1984. How are the clocks striking 13? <laughs> You've got to read 1984. It sounds like the weirdest book. I don't want to read it. <laughs> don't make me. <laughs> You're going to have to have a book report by the end. No. <laughs> uh, I love Barnes & Noble classics. Not going to lie. They're my favorite books to, to, to pick up and everything. Because not going to lie, there's actually, okay, hot take. Uh, there are a lot of classics that aren't good, but there are a lot of classics that are actually still really freaking awesome. So they're what classics? No, no, no. they're what are frickin they? Freaking awesome. Freaking awesome. Freaking bad. They're really wicked pissa. Because <laughs> I wish I was from Boston. The Three Musketeers is pretty amazing. The kind of money Crisco is amazing. The original Musketeers, not any of those after. I've read. I've read uh, Twenty Years After, and. Uh, another hot take within a hot take. Man in the Iron Mask, the book is dumb. It's not a good one. You I don't I, like it. No. Have you read it? Yeah. Have you read all 9,000 pages of it? Oh, the Man in the Iron Mask. I must have read an abridged version. Yeah, that's what I thought. I've read the unabridged version. The Man in the Iron Mask is a terrible book because the Man in the Iron Mask is in it for like 17 chapters and then he's done. And then the rest of the book is... The, the other musketeers. Yeah, oh, it's it's. Uh, Are you talking about the musketeers or Man on the Iron Mask? That's the musketeers. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of the wrong book. Yeah, I knew. I'm it. thinking Count of Monte Cristo because <laughs> you just no, said that. No, Count of Monte Cristo is amazing. Stayed yep, there. Stayed and... there. Yeah, no. The Man on the Iron Mask is a musketeer story by Dumas. Yeah, Alexander Dumas. Dumbass. It's not. The, the rest of the ones aren't good. After, seriously, after The Three Musketeers, it goes downhill. And it, I think it's because I remember reading about how Al Dumas uh, published the story. He didn't publish a book. He published it as like a newspaper serial. So it was literally like a fucking comic for people to read. I didn't know that. So in 17 other or whatever, which what that he was did a lot story, that happened with a lot of yes, writers, a lot of writers that they published newspaper, so newspaper short stories, stories, short stories, or that a chapter then, a week or yes, whatever, a chapter a week. It's, so, well, it's like our TV shows. Uh huh. You wait for the next episode. It's the telenovela of the previous generation. That's totally what happened. The 
writers of the past would just release a chapter a week to keep their readers interested. And after the original Musketeers story, I think it went highly downhill. I'm, I'm just... That's my opinion that The Man in the Iron Mask is not a good movie. It's not a good book. The movie is okay, I guess. With I Leonardo really like Leo in it. It was saying. pretty funny. He's I remember hot. they take off the mask and he's got the nasty scraggly hair Ugh. in the front. And I just remember like wanting to hurl a little bit. I was like, oh, oh God. Okay, there is, is I was so obsessed with it when I was a teenager. There was one day, I'm pretty sure I watched it four times in a row. Jesus, four times in a row? I think so. <laughs> wow. Something like that. I really it's like liked me and it. Futurama. or just like binge watch episodes over episodes over episodes. You really like Man of the Iron Mask that much? Goodness I gracious. did. You did? No, you don't. You've, I mean, like, I like it, but it's out. not. You've ironed out? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure it was like a Saturday and there were times I was like drifting off and then I'd be sure. like, oh, yeah. I've wow. seen this. I used to watch uh, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Cowboy Bebop is an anime in like 1997 by a wonderful Japanese fellow named Shinichiro Watanabe. He's amazing. And Cowboy Bebop is highly revered as one of the greatest animes of all time. Hot take, it's the greatest anime of all time. I used to watch it just on repeat. There's 26 episodes plus a movie. And I just used to watch it like I would put a DVD in and press play. And I would fall asleep and then I would just wake up and like more episodes would be playing and then go like I really? did that forever. When I first discovered yeah. it, like fifteen years ago. I think you tried to show it to me and Yeah, and you're like, ew no. I was Japanese not... comic that's probably tentacle porn is disgusting. Did I not say any of that? Yeah, you did. That's exactly how you talk. That's... I talk just like that. Uh-huh. I literally just clipped in your voice from a sound clip that I had from my phone just oh. now. Yeah, yeah. That's evidence. So I sound like Tina. Admissible in court. <laughs> you sound like a burly Tina on roids. Thanks. <laughs> So this recipe, grilled cherry goat cheese arugula pizza, it's really actually pretty simple. It's not, it doesn't really require a lot. We may have made it a little simpler. Yeah, we may have even a well, little bit simpler. Well, because there's some things on here I'm like, why? Well, okay. So if any of you have ever made a balsamic glaze, it takes a while, right? Mm -hmm. You got to take a cup or and a half a cup or... of vinegar or the balsamic vinegar or whatever it was, and you got to put it in a thing, and then you got to put it on low heat, and you got to let honey. it simmer and forever, and you got to let it simmer, and you got to let it simmer, and you got to let it simmer, and it takes its things, and then yada, yada, yada. But we didn't want to do that. <laughs> I didn't do that already. So a couple of weeks ago, I we were just shopping at Trader Joe's because... Sponsor us. Please, seriously, Trader Joe's. We mention you every single week. You need to give us money. Are not a sponsor every week. Are not kidding. a sponsor every week. Thank you, Cutscenes and Cupcakes. They had a pre-made Trader Giotto's. Which, which all their Italian stuff says Trader Giotto's. In the Spanish stuff says Trader Jose's, which fucking <laughs> <laughs> makes me laugh because it's like, it's racist, but it's harmless, I guess. So it's yeah. very funny. Anyway, Trader Giotto's, it just says glaze. <laughs> Does it even say balsamic? It doesn't even, it just says glaze. Concentrated grape must. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know what grape must is. What is grape must? It, uh, isn't must a type of, uh, oh, that's musk. That's a cologne. Yeah, <laughs> so it's concentrated like... grape musk. Ew. Just in case I want to, you know, go to the club and attract those female grapes. 
<laughs> Concentrated grape must balsamic vinegar of Modena. I see the balsamico de Modena. It's twenty percent wine vinegar, concentrated grape must, a little bit of coloring what and the hell is grape must. I think it's the brand. I guess I don't quite know. Anyway, hey Siri, what's grape must? Must is freshly crushed fruit juice that contains the skins, seeds. And stems of the fruit. Would Weird. you like to hear more? No. Trader Giotto's so glaze. freshly, freshly crushed fruit juice that contains the skins, seeds, and stems of the fruit. Uh, I have a so problem with that because you everything. can't crush dru- You can't crush juice. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> it doesn't say juice. It says freshly crushed juice. It's a crushed fruit juice that contains. Uh, I know. Just so they crush the grape to make into grape make juice. yeah then they need to reword that okay well, because you can't you crush need, juice you need to look on Wikipedia hey, listen, and like you need to talk one to of Wikipedia. us read the classics Excuse has me. more grammatical knowledge grammatical knowledge grammatical knowledge so we cheated basically we spent the last five minutes telling you if you go to Trader <laughs> Joe's they already have a pre-made balsamic glaze that is it delicious. is super super delicious and organic there's nothing else in it except fucking balsamic, balsamic vinegar yeah you know and i think i think some starch like cornstarch well does it have ingredients on there yeah it has cornstarch <laughs> really cornstarch to like keep it a little bit thicker yeah i guess and that's pretty much it so really what's about to happen is uh well and then it made tells some, you to make the pizza you, you must supposed to make pizza dough and i'm like yeah i can do that or i can we wait can for the thing to rise or we can just buy some buy flatbread yeah we just bought some what is it stone fire Oh, yeah. Oh, they make those really stone fires. That brand that makes it really good. Non. Non. Yeah, I like that. Non. Non. <laughs> it's non of your business. And it's 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 pretty good. So really, the recipe is uh, uh, it's mostly directions on how to make balsamic glaze glaze and then directions on how to make pizza dough. So really, it's. Uh, since we're grilling it, it's, it's a slightly bit different than like throwing it into the oven. So we've got a grill hot and ready, and I have infused some extra virgin olive oil, Evu, with some garlic. And Evu. you do that by just throwing some olive oil into a pan, heating it up, throwing the garlic in, waiting you a take couple some seconds. Evoo extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> and apply, apply it to, it to the partner's perennial area. The perennial area. Can I just, just spray, spray some Pam? Pam up? <laughs> Can I just spray some Pam up there? That's it's a, a valid question. That's a baby mama joke because that's uh, Emily's. It literally, I think that's your favorite movie. No. Yes, it is. I really, I okay. And you know why I know it's your favorite movie? Because you quote that movie more than you quoted any other movie in your entire lifetime. I only quote Even that over, part. No, you quote everything else. Even over, like, while you were sleeping or other no, things. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you just merry mash them occasionally. I cannot tell you how many times <laughs> you've done the ooh, ooh, or the, like, the. You can blame Alyssa the for that. It's Alyssa. Times. It's me and Alyssa. Sure, uh-huh. Yeah, just just blame your friend. You okay, keep talking monster. about the pizza. The simple thing is, is what we're going to do is we're going to use, like, it's a tablespoon of infused olive oil, and I'm going to, I don't know, brush it on the pizza dough and then flip that on top of the grill and then brush it with the other side, and the other half of the oil, and I guess. And then flip it so again. Then flip it, and then that side's grilling, and then I'll throw the... 
all the ingredients. Stuff on top of it. It has you... Okay, so this this recipe comes from RecipeRunner.com. Eat well, run happy. So... I don't know how that... Is they that, the, the, what's make the... food and run. Oh, is that it? So it's food on the go? Oh, is she... No, is it food on the go or is it she another one of those people that are like, I'm healthy. Yeah, that. Oh, of course. Morons. I'm healthy. So this recipe is by Danae on Recipe Runner. Of course. And Great. here's the intro. Tart cherries, creamy goat cheese, peppery arugula, and sweet balsamic drizzle are a delicious combination of flavor on top of this grilled pizza. Exclamation point. There's some, okay, and then there's, at the very bottom, there's actually a couple, like, other suggestions of pizzas. There's asparagus, bacon, and goat cheese pizza. There's barbecue pizza, which it looks like it has, like, corn on it. And then this one actually kind of looks pretty good. Pear, prosciutto, and gorgonzola. Ooh. Well, I get that. I'm not a gorgonzola fan, actually. Really? I'm not. Gorgonzola is a little too much like blue cheese, and I don't do blue cheese. Like, blue cheese for wings and stuff, just, I can't. I, I've never really been a blue blue cheese man. So it's kind of meh. Like, gorgonzola doesn't, doesn't do it for me anymore. I think I used to like it for a little while. With how funky, yeah, it does definitely have a funk it to it. Is, but not anymore. Well, and then okay, so you have to pit and have the cherries. So it's the dark sweet cherries, not the rainier cherries, which I just love to snack on oh, in the summer. Rainier cherries are actually pretty good. And you know what's really fun is we've actually prepared half the pizza with the dark cherries and the rainier cherries. So we're gonna try a little bit of both. I think they're gonna be fun. It's gonna be very different. Yeah, super weird and different, but I'm kind of excited about the different flavors of cherries. Hi. To pit them, yeah. to pit them, it's actually, I was like, shit, I don't want to, so I started cutting them in half, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have ripping to, Ripping like, the pit out. Well, ripping the pit out, then I was getting juice it. everywhere, yeah. and smashes the thing, and then I was like trying to stab the pit with the end of a sharp knife, and I'm like, I'm going to lose my hand. So, I remembered my brain knowledge, remembered one of those fun kitchen hacks, those shitty like facebook videos that yeah. you see a million times over and over and over and i got a metal straw Life hack. from one of emily's like iced coffee things and yeah. a metal straw if you just hold the whole cherry and you kind of like push the metal straw through the cherry where the stem came from where the stem comes from where the stem comes from blam pop the pit out it's perfect boom it's done. amazing boom done pregnant, pregnant. <laughs> okay now the part about this that is misleading is i thought it was grilled cherries yes they are not grilling the cherries. the cherries the pizza is grilled and the pizza isn't even really grilled the dough is grilled so i don't know how this is super gonna work so yeah wait it doesn't looks it really have you bake the dough and then grill no. it you cook it by grilling it you you cook it by grilling it weird but you you just put the stuff on top. You put the arugula and the goat cheese and things and stuff on top cold. Now, I don't... Hmm. Have you ever had like hot food and then a cold plate? Oh, yeah. No, I know exactly where you're And then about. it ruins the food because it cools yeah. the food down. No, I know exactly I mean, where you're going with this. Yeah, that's how I imagine this pizza is going to go. Well, that's why I like... The dough is going to immediately get cold. I like avocados. But sometimes when you put them on top of like an omelet, it's weird because then the avocado yeah, because the, av the avocado cold. yeah the avocados like warm up as they cool your omelet down the egg down the other thing and you're like yeah. no I don't like this so I'm actually gonna cheat a little bit and I have an idea I'm gonna turn the oven on 
like broil hot yeah. and I'll probably broil it for like five minutes at the very end because really the goat cheese won't be melted or even warm at this point. Yeah, it's same with cold cherries on top of a hot dough. I just it, the pictures make it look really good, but the actual execution makes me think mm, it's going to take a little bit funky. So. I'm going to grill the dough and stuff, but then, yeah, going to transfer it to a pan later and put it on the rack and do a thing because otherwise I don't think it's really going to cook. And I, I guess it might, per se, if I had a real grill. Yeah. Like we're cheating and cooking in the inside and I've got the little grill griddle top, that kind of a thing. So, yeah, if I had a real grill with a closed lid and stuff and convection heat, that might might yeah. work. We don't yeah, have one, though. I got to kind of deal with that. All right. So I'm going to I got to turn the oven on and do the things and then I'm going to grill the dough and we'll come back after that. OK. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk while I'm loading up the pizza with toppings. With toppings. <laughs> dough is grilling mm-hmm. there's for sure some people are, would not like this pizza yeah because of the weird flavors for absolutely well and some people have a thing about cooked fruit warmed up fruit oh yeah <laughs> my sister is one i love how you're fucking calling her out we don't have to say her name but definitely no. you are straight up did you know your did sister. you know exactly yes 100 like up. cooked fruit and i'm all <laughs> <laughs> One of her nine siblings is kind of a booger so face eight about siblings. stuff. Eight. Anyway. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I could definitely see it as this is a recipe where really wild flavors, cranberry and feta and things, and then cooked fruit is going to be I think they all there. sound amazing together. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know. I make stuff and you're like, that sounds super weird. And I'm like, this is no weirder than this thing that we just ate the other day. So it's totally a thing. All right. The oven is on. The grill is going. The pizza is browning. The, we're browning the ground beef. No, just kidding. <laughs> Grounding, the brown Grounding beef. the ground beef. So it's been a good day. We're moving to a new place and I'm doing all the mid-century modern furniture scouting out for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which is really fun. We got these kick-ass Brunswick bowling lockers. Lock? Oh, yeah. From they need a lot like of work. A, from a from a, a like an aged bowling alley, what it was, and so I gotta sand them and sandblast them and powder Thanks. coat them and paint them and pull the things off and the yada yada and the. But I'm so excited for what they're gonna look like when they're done. I think they're gonna be hyper fucking awesome. I think they're gonna look really cool. If you haven't listened to it yet, which you probably should have by now. We had a little mini-sode. We started yeah. our podcast within a podcast called The Munchies. And I think it's just going to be kind of like whenever. And we're going to record just short episodes for snacks and fun, delicious things that we come across. And the first episode, Munchie number one, was Emily May. She brought home uh, Not Your Father's Root Beer. And we yeah. made mm-hmm. Not Your Father's Day Root Beer floats. And we had some poke bowls. Yes, the poke was amazing. Yes. It was super good. I was really bummed about the sauce they put on it because it said mild, meaty sauce or something meaty sauce which was very weird considering tuna is not you don't describe tuna as meaty Meaty. and so the other one was sriracha sriracha words are hard (laughs) and so i was like oh no i can't have that so i'm like this one must be just fine nope still pretty spicy for sure like pepper red pepper flakes i think all right the dough is pretty grilled on one side so i'm gonna flip it over and in flipping it over 
the now uncooked side is going to start cooking and then I got to lay on all the, the ingredients, all the ingredients, the feta, the grilled cherries, the arugula and the glaze or skip the glaze to the end. No, skip the glaze to the end. Emily's nodding while she's yawning. Sorry. So once that side is flipped and cooked and then I'm going to throw it in the oven. It's heating up right now. I think I've got it for like 425. Um, I'm actually going to just crank it up to like over 500 so that it broils hyper fast. Isn't there a broil setting? No, it's a gas. It's a gas oven, so you just fucking crank it up. Gotcha. Whatever. We'll do it. All right. Give me a second while I load that stuff up. <sighs> okay. So uh, we did something we've never done before, which is <laughs> we kind of forgot to turn on the microphone while we, we ate. Because we ate the pizza. <laughs> Here's the deal. I'm so fucking when you're hungry. new parents and you have a eight month old that needs you all the time, uh-huh. you never eat, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Oh <laughs> damn it, I'm so hungry." Scarfing food, Dying. crying over the sink. Yeah, and so we had like put him, we gave him dinner, put him down, uh-huh. and then. All of a sudden, we're like, oh, we need to eat the food, but we didn't want to eat. And I had like three. I, I only put it in for like three minutes. It didn't really mean much. I think, I think it was like five minutes. Anyway. Okay, so we've eaten it. And I think you have like a little bit left over. Is that yeah, you're snacking on? Just like a little couple <laughs> bites. Couple bites. I ate so much so fast, though, that I'm kind of like, <laughs> Anyway. Okay. All right. I love what I guess we should get into reviewing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so here's the deal. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times on this podcast, and you and I have discussed this a little bit before, but uh-huh. like not only are we reviewing what it is, but mm-hmm. we're going here's how we're going to make it better. Mm-hmm. We talk about that whether we mm-hmm. actually do it better when we first cook it sure, or, or we go, "Oh, if I did this again, yeah, we do it again." Here's what I need differently. So, here's what I don't like. Sure. The flatbread is like a cracker now yeah and i think that was the but i liked your point of needing to roast everything yeah that's the hard part about that was the the crappy part about this recipe was is the bread was hot but the cherries the cheese and the arugula were cold yeah and if i'd have put the flat bread on like i just uh, don't on a cold plate it would just be a cold weird vegetarian pizza it just it no thought was put into the hot and the cold of this here's what i think would make it cool yeah not cool but like better qual Qual. i know i say it like that sometimes but make it better sure so remember how we talked about that like the recipe sounded like it's grilled cherries on a pizza. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we should yeah, do. Yeah, I think we should have grilled. I think we should have taken all those fucking cherry halves, you know, like face down and let them like a little. Yeah. Give them a little grill just on or the one side. Or even just fucking saute them, Or I something. Guess. And then take out all the ingredients. Don't heat up the flatbread. Yeah. Here's the thing, too. Well, okay. I liked putting the flatbread on the grill. And if I had a real grill with, like, charcoal underneath or something And you like could that, close it and, and it would close melt it stuff. And thing, I, okay, yeah. I think that'd probably be fine. So I, I think this recipe suffers from you have to have a grill in order to make it because otherwise it will not translate over very well. But if you do have a grill, maybe, I guess. I, I don't know. It's also, that's so much fucking work. Sorry, like I love grilling, and it's so much fucking work. Oh, it work. is so much work. Most unless you have a gas grill, but even then, you've got to clean the grill. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you I don't burn know. All the other shit I don't off know and... a single fucking person. 
I don't know, a single fucking person that has a grill that they're like, oh, yeah, I use this every week or every couple of days. More often than not, you use your grill and then it's like three weeks before mm-hmm. you use your grill. So when you do that, you got to open your grill Or you grill have up. like one of those weird weeks where you have like a couple gatherings at your house. Sure. Like, and you use it a bunch. Like and then the 4th of July or something. Yeah, sure. But then you put your grill away and you don't fucking touch it. Yeah. So then what do you got? You got all the weird gross stuff on your grill. So you've got to clean it. You Mm got to things. You got to get this. Blah, blah, blah. You got to kill the spiders that have built webs inside the thing. Well, and then you like go to the grill and you're like, oh, it's out of propane. You're like, oh, damn. That that too. That fucking blows. Or like, I have enough propane for five minutes. And you're like, that's not enough time to fuck. You got to run to Home Depot. And then you got to go behind the counter. And the Hispanic lady's like, "Uh, I don't know how to do this. Okay, we're going to call Jose. He's the guy that does the propane. And then he takes 45 minutes because he's got a busted hip and he's got his hearing aids in. But his battery's low in his hearing aids. So he doesn't hear the loudspeaker. I like this whole story that's oh, unfolding. Yeah. This has happened to me. This is not a story. <laughs> this has fucking happened. This is to an me. anecdote. Yes, this is an anecdote. This is this is this is a cautionary tale <laughs> upon going to the Home of Depot, which I go to Home Depot. I'm a Home Depot man. I don't like Lowe's. I don't know what it about Lowe's. Like I like Lowe's branding, but I've had a shitty time every time I've gone to Lowe's. So your boy is a Home Depot boy. Um, okay. I don't know. I mean, I didn't know there was like really a matter. difference. In- oh no, this is basically the you know the the Giants versus the Yankees, I guess. Most of the time for me, it's sports which one's closer. Sports team versus rival sports team. The Mich- I'm, I guess I'm Ohioan, so I should use the one that matters to me. The f- fucking Mich- Michigan. Uh, Ohio v. Michigan, the Buckeyes versus the werewolves. Tim- you know, I you Detroit lost me about wolves. 10 seconds ago. I know. I'm talking sports, and um, I'm way in over my head <laughs> right now. Right when people talk sports is when, you know, like mariachi music saying, starts playing in my that head. We're, that we're saying they talk sports is just already indicative of the <laughs> fact that we have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Uh, Yay, sports I see. make the goal basket yes gentlemen which color are we rooting for today <laughs> so I love like that meme. whenever the super bowl comes up and yay, i'm just like ball. yeah yay things go sports ball. I mean, if, if you ask me it like hey who's playing in the super bowl i'd go hey siri who's playing at the super bowl <laughs> that's what would happen okay i have to tell you a funny joke about hey siri so i was editing our last week's episode yeah and there's a part where i say hey siri and i had to keep like going back over that part <laughs> And so my no. phone kept going off every time it was at my speakers would. And then my phone would go, like, hey, Siri. And I, like, I just laugh, made me laugh every time. Because, hey, Siri, you're hey, Siri. It was the, hey, Siri, tell me a story. And then uh-huh. my phone would go off in real life as I'm editing it. And I have to go back and cut that section or do a thing to it. It happened like eight separate times. And I just kept laughing. And I'm like, oh, this is funny. This is real funny. I love that. Yeah, it was extremely silly. Okay, it's grilled like, cherries are really good. I like cherries, cherries and goat cheese. Cherries and goat cheese oh is fucking well, delicious. It's, it's a it's a charcuterie. Yeah, pretty much. Like if you this had is what this is, if you had prosciutto, it's a, it's a charcuterie tray. Yeah, it, it's really like if you de oh god, Will you say if it you the right deconstructed char yeah charcuterie. Uh, charcuterie. Thank you. I think that's how you say it. I I, I just really I like how it sounds when you say that. Seventh grade French. <laughs> To go on, but people say charcuterie. Did I tell you I made it all the way through grade school without taking any foreign languages? (laughs) 
Like you did it on purpose. Like fuck you. I'm not learning. I don't know how it happened. I'm an I'm a red blooded well, American. I was just like no, that's not I me. Know, don't mess- do that. I'm just messing bitch. with you. No, like in junior high, it was more. Oh, I'd rather take these other classes, and if it doesn't like count towards anything, any credits or whatever, I'm not going to take them. And so yeah. then I went to high school, and I was taking tons of theater and choir. And no one like said anything. No one said you need to take a foreign language. And at that time, it wasn't required for graduation. Oh, so it was required to go to certain. You just never got around to having a foreign language. No, it's required to get into certain colleges, Uh but not to graduate high school. And so no one ever did anything or really said anything. Yeah, sure. Nobody pushed you to being like. It was just kind of one of those things. And then also, you know, because I had vowed to take German in high school because my parents would speak German to each other about our Christmas presents. Sure, sure. That's my parents in Spanish. Yeah. Sprackensy presents. I'm the, yeah. I'm the youngest of nine kids, and we yeah. all vowed to take German. A, Guess how many of us not did? Not a single one of you. None huh? of us. None of you goobs. Anyway, but I made it through everything without taking a foreign language. Uh-huh. Technically, I shouldn't have been able to go to the University of Utah, but... Oh, they let you in anyway? No, it's because I started at... Slick. Not College of Eastern Utah. Did I say University oh, of Utah? Price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said University of Utah before. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started out at College of Eastern Utah, which Who is didn't now. didn't need a language credit. Exactly, because it's a so junior then college. Yeah, yeah. And then, so then I was a transfer over. student, yeah. which you don't really have to meet as many requirements. I know. That's why I'm going to go to. I was actually thinking, I was like, I think I'm going to go to Slick this fall mm-hmm. and then transfer over and be like, yeah, what up? Yeah. You? It's so much easier to transfer after. Versus trying to, like, get in there mm-hmm. out the gate. So, but yeah, I never took any foreign languages. And lo and behold, I major in music, which, like, most of the stuff is, like, you have to learn how to, you know, Quick, learn this song in Israeli. And you're like, All these uh... languages. So, here's the thing. I know a lot of rules about how to pronounce certain languages. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I know. You're so funny with it. Yeah, all the your kids learn your kids learn have learned what have your kids have learned? Your kids have learned Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. Your kids have learned German. Latin. Your kids have learned Latin. Your kids have learned Italian. Hebrew. Italian Italian. Italian. French. French. Mentos, Russian. the French maker. I sung in Russian. I'm not gonna in lie, Ukrainian. that was the funniest thing on the last podcast. Mentos the French maker. I was so tired. Did Sorry. I say that or did you say that? I said that. Oh, you were no. saying Mentos the French maker and I was like, Mentos the French maker. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Speaking of things that languages and stuff like that, you learned Russian, Ukrainian. Yes, and Ukrainian. Yes, Well, and then I was in a children's choir that sang in tons of different languages. So I sang like Serbian. And no, I'm talking about your kid. Oh, oh yeah, you would know about those because you sang that. Okay, I sang that, and like I learned a greeting in Finnish and mm. welcomed the Finnish ambassador. Wow. Don't remember it. At, I had to memorize it. And I said it so many times. It's gone from your your zeitgeist. I I remember like the tone Uh and like the rhythm of the words I was saying. Oh, the cadence of how you said it. I can understand that. But I don't remember the words words at all. 
because it was finished. I think it's so funny that it's like it's really hard to learn other foreign languages, but like um, I see those memes all the time about like <laughs> Sean and Bean are smell are spelled the same exact way. Oh yeah, but they're said wildly different. It's not Sheen Bean. It, it's not Seen and Bean or Sean yeah. and Bond. Yes, <laughs> and I just I love all those hilarious memes on that are like co-opted from tumblr about how english is the most fucked up language it really is and it so is oh my god english is so terrible well to and what's learn. so funny is like english not even american english but in other languages and how like for example so we're do i'm doing mamma mia right now right yeah, yeah, i'm using yeah. for mamma mia and the song our last summer uh-huh. like ha- the the river or walking walks along it's sen yeah walks along the sen sen is the correct way but but abba yeah they're from they're from fucking i think they're uh swedish yeah so they say sing yeah so they get the it rhymes with rain with the rain walks along the sand laughing in the rain right and then fucking colin firth in the in the movie does he say sen and rain no yeah he says uh walks along the sand laughing in the wren because he says wren yeah because he's british he's an idiot so, but there's different things like that. And cherries like, and cheese. Cherries and cheese. <laughs> cherries and oh, cheese. oh, we really got off on a tangent yeah, there. Holy did. shit! So it's okay. uh, cherries, cheese, and arugula is actually really pretty good. Uh-huh. it ties that shit for sure see and if we were to redo this i would ha- add the arugula partway through i think it's a little too shrivelly for uh, me yeah i think i think absolutely actually i think i would grill the pizza i don't mind that the arugula is quote cold uh well i would, would... want it a little roasted uh, no i no I, I mean if the cheese was hot because what's funny is, is uh so goat cheese doesn't melt that's for sure. The crumbly yeah. stuff we got does not melt. In fact, it looked like how creme brulee, when the sugar on top gets crystallized when you use the blowtorch, the cheese got like, it, it, it almost looked like burnt popcorn. How like the edges of the popcorn are singed. It oh. looked like the, the, the goat cheese crumbles were like singed yellowy and black and stuff like that. So they were warm and gooey. They didn't yeah. get melty, but they were still really good. So hot cherries, hot cheese, and I can handle like cold arugula, I guess, or yeah. whatever room temperature or unaltered arugula on top of the pizza would be just fine. I would definitely, I would definitely either, if I was going to add arugula, I would add it in like the last two minutes. Yeah, three just a minutes little. Top. You throw it on top, you know, you open the oven or pop open your grill, throw it on, close it. Mm-hmm. Count to thir- you know, count to ninety seconds, and then pop it off, and and then break it out and stuff like that, and then go to eat, take it out of the grill. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm there with you. Uh, anyway, it was really good. It was actually pretty good. It was extremely simple, which helped for it. So there's some flaws, I guess, but prepping it was easy. Prepping it was easy, and I again, I I cannot stress enough. Take a plastic straw. Actually, or a metal. Not a plastic straw. Take a metal straw. It's a lot easier than plastic straw. Unless it's like a really thick plastic straw, like like your iced coffee mug plastic yeah. straw or something. Don't get like a, you know, McDonald's plastic straw. Get a straw and use that to punch the pit out. That made it incredibly simple. Because actually cutting cherries and 
pulling this, so hard. the fucking seeds out would be a massive pain in the ass. What it keeps it so much cleaner. They like they look so much better. Yeah, they do. They look a lot better. And that was one part of the recipe that they skipped on. So yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, if you just put sure. the straw like through where the stem is, you got that pit out every time. No yeah, worries. Almost every time. So it was so so fast because I think I did the first like five or six cherries trying to cut them and trying to fucking scoop it out, and they just turned to mush. It just turned to mush mm-hmm. in my hand, and I was like, "Shit!" And then, I was like, thankfully, my brain kicked in. It was like, "Hey, remember you've watched these hack videos on YouTube like a thousand times? Let's use some let's knowledge. Let's use something. Let's use something that let's you've actually Let's be a life seen. hacker. Yeah, let's be a life hacker and do it. So uh, I think this is like a two on the taste for me. I agree right. with that. It's not miraculous. Uh, two's Two is pretty good. Maybe I think like it a, is good as a simple flat. Maybe bread. like a one seven five. I think, and then mine's ah, definitely down. Too. I don't think I, I. don't know if I would add this to anything. It wasn't so spectacular that I would like. Oh yeah, I want to add this to my cookbook. I'm like, man, I don't think so. See, and I would because it just is kind of refreshing. It's really nice. It's really simple, and I like unique flatbreads like this. Yeah. I really do. Nice. Like, there's times I've tried, like, a Gorgonzola pear flatbread, oh, stuff like that, that, and I like those things. I, I don't, I'm getting, I'm falling out of love with Gorgonzola. I used to be all about it, and I got some Gorgonzola chips from, Gorgonzola, like, crackers from oh, Trader yeah. Joe's, which were kind of funky. And I've They were a little overwhelming. Stuff. Yeah, and I was like, man, I'm not super into that stuff anymore we love trader joe snacks but sometimes man which i don't know like it's a double-edged sword actually they are I feel like, so full of flavor yeah yeah that's it that there's sometimes they're so I'm full like, of flavor that you're like oh wow okay holy I can have like crap. three of these before i'm done i hope you listened to the munchies episode that we released yeah it seemed you guys kind of seem to like that i think it was fun we're gonna start doing that every week where we just kind of bring you something tasty and delicious to get you through because hump day with a mini snack episode. because we know that you miss us yeah we know that you miss us we well i mean you miss you miss john i i, I you know since i'm not Sometimes here every time or the other things uh we've got a ton of guests coming on i've contacted yeah. a ton of people and i'm excited to share with you uh who's going to be on the show over the next couple of weeks you guys can find out in advance of the episodes if you join the shopping list at www.onepanpodcast.com it's going to be really excited we are going to be launching our um i think by the time this episode comes out i'm going to be launching our patreon i've got some fun ideas for what we're going to be doing and what you guys can possibly get some handwritten cards so i've got some enamel pin designs that i'm thinking about maybe some stickers even doing some block print t-shirts fun there's some fun things in the works and i'm kind of excited to see what we create and i've got the patreon is going to come and we've got some uh, extra stuff that's going to do a thing and then that's actually going to fund the next part of the one pen podcast that i have in mind and let's just say it will bring us to youtube so i don't want to s- do any spoilers or anything but i've got a really cool plan for where i'm going to be taking the show and i'm excited for you all to join 
the join along in the ride. Whenever people talk about like when when you were just describing the t-shirt, like mm-hmm. it's gonna be fun and great, because I sorry that's not like I'm making fun of you. I'm not making fun. Of you. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you wow wow. I'm really sorry. What I because what I was thinking of is in Parks and Rec when they're trying to rebrand fluoride in the wa- in their water. Sparkle points, right? Tea dazzle and tea sparkle dazzle points. And sparkle points. And so like if you do something with their app that they develop, you can get a free blue t-shirt, right? <laughs> and then Ben wins it. And he's like, Ben, you want the t-shirt? He goes, wow, it's so blue. It's so blue. <laughs> and then Leslie's like, everything's looking up for you. And he's like, yeah, he's so excited about a friggin' blue t-shirt. I, that's what, I don't know why it just made me think of that. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what's gonna happen you guys might win a really blue t-shirt a really blue. actually it would be teal or aquamarine mm-hmm. no my my one pen's one pen is teal i think whatever i know the hex code i guess <laughs> like what is it that matters more e93cb oh my god you haven't like memorized <laughs> i have to just in case that's how how many random hex code codes do you have like uh, ruminating in one, there thankfully my brain doesn't have much room for crap like that <laughs> i don't do very well with memorizing sequences of numbers and and letters if uh, somebody held a gun to my face a gun to my head and they were like you have to remember this code. I'd be like, well, just kill me now because we're done. Okay? They'd be like, EA something. And I'm like, whoa, 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 fucking slow down, man. What's the... You only have my number memorized because it gets us discounts on groceries at Smith's. And it's also your phone number. So that's the only reason. If that number was different than your phone number, we wouldn't get discounts at Smith's. <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. I'd have to remember where to look it up and be like, I think it's in the notes. Or wait, it's in OneNote. No, I put it in Evernote. No, I put it in Todoist. No, I put it in a Google document. No, I put it in a Stickies. Oh, shit. Too many apps. No, it's in a draft in an old email. Oh, God. Eric.row at, at Hotmail. <laughs> now people are going to start sending J. Eric to at sbcglobal.net. Uh. So, hey, guys, along with talking about, you know, having future guests on, if you're in the Salt Lake area, you should send us a quick email or drop us a, a line at um, www yeah. or at one pen podcast at Gmail. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're in the Salt Lake area and you're interested in being part of the show, you maybe have a cute little, I don't know bakery or restaurant or something really please, cool in the area please, please please can we come and see and shout you out please and yeah taste the stuff promote that you, you and do and a thing yeah that'd be so much fun we'll have a lot of fun with so it. if you have or if you have your own podcast cross promoting is just is been a, re- a really great thing so far it's yeah, been really fun it's so much fun i just did a show with uh todd mullis of scapegoats the comedy conspiracy podcast and steph and mar and Lindsay of cutscenes and cupcakes which is really fun i'm excited for my upcoming episode with melissa krueger of sometimes in shambles the penguin brothers are going to be on the show really soon blake and brandon yeah there's so much so, yeah, I mean, if you got a heck, even if you don't have your own bakery or thing, if you just have a super fun family recipe that you're like, yo, you want the best stuffed mushrooms of your life? I got them. 
please. Or even if it's just like, so my family does this really oh, weird God, thing. Oh, God, the that worst. Recipe Maybe that you don't have a good of. recipe. You have a terrible recipe. You're like, but you love we it. put Swedish fish on sweet potatoes, not marshmallows. What? I can't wait to try it. Let's do it. It's like in How, How I Met Your Mother when um, Lily goes to Marshall's family and it's like 16 cups of mayonnaise. Uh, there, it's a salad, but it's every other layer is mayo and then it's like jelly beans and potato chips and all those horrible things you know it doesn't have to be that bad but i'm just saying a layer of lady fingers and then beef stuffed with peas and carrots or something like that <laughs> right it's a trifle it's a truffle it's a truffle so anyway heck yeah shoot us an email at one pen podcast at gmail and yeah we read everything because like i mean i including this band we just i just desperate for attention just kidding (laughs) oh (laughs) anyway you guys are super great you can follow us on twitter and instagram and facebook really instagram that's that's like where i'm active yeah and stuff like that and then shoot me a dm slide into those dms if you want uh recipe tips or you just want to talk and hang out you guys are the best join us on wednesday for the munchies for the munchies where are we gonna go this week who knows it's gonna be exciting. We don't even know. We don't even know. It'll be great. This has been the One Pen Podcast. Sometimes the food's funny. That's not so much. Oh.